0: The podcast where we debate which track to scratch off some of the most known and unknown albums of all time.
1: We live in an era of singles. This is an album. People no longer listen to an album for the work it truly is. It kind of defines a band. It's just not something that people relate to
0: nowadays. We've all gotten the dreaded started out as a game. Which track on the album would, would, you, would scratch you scratch out if you had to? Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of the Scratch a Track podcast presented by the Dude and Grimm Show. I am the Dude.
1: And I am Grim, And we are going to be discussing American Dream by LCD Sound System. Second installment uh, for LCD Sound System. Um, On the Scratch
0: Your Track podcast presented by the Junior Grim Show. True. Yeah,
1: yeah, true. We didn't did sound it's, to silver. I think it's kind of poignant because in 2011, they basically broke up as a band and had these two Dumb. giant sold-out shows at Madison Square Garden and were like, look. This is it. We're just, we want to go out on good terms before the thing falls apart. And they played some awesome sold out shows. And then, peace
0: out, Seacrest.
1: Yeah, yeah. Then they just took a break. And then there were rumors circulating, I think like 15, 16 ish, that they may or may not. 16? That they may or may not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, come together to record another album, and I I guess I had read where, like, uh, James Murphy had said, the only way I don't want to replace people, the only way that I would do this is if everyone wants to come back together and do this. And it sounds like, luckily, they did. And the result was a pretty awesome record.
0: It was. It was. And there was, uh, from what I read, maybe a little uh, backlash by some fans or some online users because of that. Kind of, kind of getting back together because they were really only broken up for for really a few years. Like they played, uh, and and then and then they got back together, and they yeah. had these big Madison Square Garden shows. Which you know, when you think about it, Graham, after we've made it and our career is really big, and we do our final episodes at probably Madison Square Garden, you know, and everybody watching, um, you know, people, our fans, they would be pissed if three years later we just decide, hey, you know, oh, what? yeah. We're going to get back, we're going to scratch some more albums. Yeah. But Grim, here's the thing. Before we get to that point, we need lots of people to go ahead and like, like, subscribe, subscribe, and comment comment below. Will you please? Yeah. Because once all of you like and subscribe and comment and really help the algorithm, then, and only then, will we get more popular and we'll be able to... Piss you off three years after we break up. Yeah. With our with our reunion show.
1: And the thing is, it's not like we're gonna come to a head. I mean, you know, at this point in our lives, we've known each other long enough where it's like anything that comes up, we're pretty much just gonna be kicking it in the Caribbean somewhere. It's not like, you know, we're gonna we'll be just like scratching for fun. That's what we'll probably do is we'll be like, dude, let's just go on vacation somewhere with our you know, wives, families, girlfriends, and just scratch albums for fun like we used to. Like how the whole we'll thing just, started. You know, before it got bring, out of control and right. it, you know
0: so bring our shit bring our discs all to the beach. Yeah, before it was this giant like
1: money machine.
0: Yeah, we'll really be riding the bikes and it's <laughs> yeah, gonna be a really good time. So. Yeah. Anyways, back to American Dream by L C D Sound System. Um dude i read some cool things about this uh did you read that at Lollapalooza, (laughs) they had an ice cream truck that was painted like the cover of american dream i saw that and it and it played the songs but it it, but it played them in like ice cream Cream speakers so it sounded like shit music yeah. No, I think it actually sounded like, you know, the tone like Oh, I, I did not pick that
1: up I did see that, but that, wow, that's, that's sweet the way, That's the way
0: that's they made it sweet. sound I, I, I don't know how one goes about doing that I mean, dude, even if they just played the album through the ice cream truck speakers That, that would have been cool I too
1: really, um, I really like it to think about it though That it sounded like an ice cream truck Because that is just a definitive sound <sighs> You know? It was definitely a definitive sound. Yeah. Um,
0: well, this one took a little bit to uh, kind of get together. They it says it took them about eighteen months to record this album. Now they recorded it in several in New York, locations. Yeah, uh, a couple of locations in London and then one in Portland as well. And they actually had tour dates booked in Asia and Australia And, and they had to the cancel album wasn't some, done. Right? They had to cancel. It's like, damn, dude. Yeah. that's... Man, I don't know. That's that's tough. I don't know if I would. have... Oh, part of me is like, ah, would I? Maybe I would have played the shows and then just recorded the album after taking a break. Know. Who knows? It's just, who knows? Who knows? But and maybe you have some thoughts and opinions on this because I am not overly familiar with David Bowie's Berlin trilogy. I've but listened to a lot to of. The, yeah, a lot of the critics said that this album was kind of similar to that in way the, the, the lyrics deal with sort of depression and social issues. Okay, I can I can see of, that. Yeah. Um, I mean, lyrically, so I'm yeah. Familiar, I was, yeah I'm he, not as familiar with those albums.
1: Yeah, he does have some, some interesting lyrical content on some of his Berlin Trilogy albums, and I guess the one to me that comes to mind that is real interesting lyrically, and it's not necessarily about depression, but maybe it is because it's like um, it's called breaking glass and it's on low and okay. it's, it's so weird. It's just like, it's it talks about somebody just like hold up in a room, like breaking things and like, just like drawing, sh- drawing shit on the carpet. <laughs> and like I don't know. It's Sounds like a, some
0: weird shit. I mean, it de- so it, I, I can see wanna, that. Yeah. I definitely want to reach out and get some help, call the helpline for a yeah. place like that. Um, well, and they even said that uh, the closing track, uh, which is what uh, Black Screen, was a black Black Screen, is an homage to Bowie. and In Murphy, actually, he wanted to get Leonard Cohen to do spoken word at the end of the track, but unfortunately, he died Cohen passed away like a couple of days after he, uh, yeah. he had that idea. So they they never got the chance to do that. But I think that would have been you know something, something that would have been cool really for, cool, for, yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: Yeah. Go for it. I no, I was just gonna say um, I think it is a very good comeback record. Um because it's 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 similar but it's different, right? It's it's similar, but it's it's different to what they had done in the past, like you could tell, maybe they just kind of got a little bit older in between, which obviously they did. Um, a little older, a little but that's wiser. Start, yeah,
0: start yeah. Just hair in really weird places,
1: yeah, and pains when you you know move a certain way. <sighs> but yeah, I it just uh, it, it's it's funny that you bring up like the the lyrical content because one that I always liked, um, which we'll talk about much more in depth in the song is tonight. Because I feel like it's it's just such a mock on all just like the stupid shitty fucking pop music that has zero substance.
0: Yeah, I have some comments and thoughts and ideas about about that that song as well. And there's a couple other songs too. That. i i think that's the main one though um fucking
1: emotional uh, haircut is also amazing lyrically too
0: there there's some in, yeah there's some interesting interesting songs and once i really started this time i think it's different when you hear songs and even singing along to them and, and you notice the you're able to recite the lyrics and recite the words but i found this time listening to the song and actually reading the lyrics it I gathered more meaning this this time. Oh, okay. I think, I think interesting going going through it, and um, I think if if you sit down, and actually listen to the song and read the words, at least for me, it it became. yeah this is going to sound so um, so so deep, but it became more than words. But I actually, like, a, 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 yeah, I actually, um, whoa, dude, maybe they, they became more real. I guess. I yeah. Didn't feel okay. like It was just just putting words you. together and whatnot. So.
1: Now. Yes. Aside from them having a sound that I feel like is pretty definitively them, LCD sound mm-hmm. system, did you hear, as you listened to it, was, was there anything that like struck you? Or is like, I hear this influence, or I hear this influence?
0: It's hard to say. I think since I've actually been listening to a little more Daft Punk lately, um, there was a, a few sounds and, and just kind of, I don't know, beats and things that um, maybe perked my ears up. Not not to say it was like, you know, a copy or an influence or anything like that, but I think that a little bit. I think there was more guitar that I noticed on this, this album than maybe I think Sound of Silver, um, but that's... Uh, Okay. Again, I haven't listened to Sound of Silver again, lately. I don't know. Why do you ask? Was there something that stood out to you?
1: No, I just uh, I thought it was a, an interesting question because, you know, a lot of times with with rock bands and stuff, if we do an album like like it's talked about. You know, so like so and so was had got off a tour or something, and they were really influenced by this oh. or that. And I, I always, and now that ever since we started kind of having that conversation more, I, I think it's an interesting one because, like for me, the first time I heard the song um "Other Voices," I was like, "That sounds like Talking Heads to me." like like okay. it, it reminds me and and it it gave me like the vibe of Remain in Light which is an album that we're going to do this year but it's also come up I think we talked about it in kid A uh Remain in Light was cited but it, it just yes. it just had yes, yes, that yes. it had that vibe to me which I think when we do Remain in Light you'll probably hear and especially they do this guitar solo that's real noisy and kind of weird and almost synthy sounding and dude you will hear that because Adrian Ballou does that um, that style of guitar solo in Remain in Light and it, it's it's an interesting
0: kind of hmm. parallel well, well it, it, I think the thing for me is um, this album felt and maybe it's because I read more about it, uh, about the kind of depression and social issues and, and some and the, you the know, fear ending friendship and love this, this album actually had more of a darker feel than and I'm comparing most of it to sound of silver. Cause that's the other album that I'm most familiar with of theirs. Yeah. Um, to me, sound, sound of silver. It feels like more of a party album to me. And oh, this, I can this see that do, this, this doesn't feel that way as much to me. It does feel like there's a lot of longing and searching and, and it has oh, yeah, some yeah so, some more, some more deeper, deeper moments. Yeah. So no, I um, agree now. Now this album, it's interesting. It, it is, it's 10 tracks at 10 tracks. And it's still well over an hour, I think like an hour and nine minutes, but there was a bonus track an extra track that they left off. And that song is called, uh, I believe pulse version V one, which I think is version V1. one. Um, but he basically said that 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 song, uh, Pulse, is supposed to be he, he called it more of like an addendum to to the to the record. And it's supposed to be played after the 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 closing track, uh, Black Screen. Yeah. And basically the only reason they left it, he said the only reason that they left it off the album uh, was it would not the song would not fit uh or on the album on the vinyl format. So I thought that was pretty cool. He's thinking in vinyl. That's pretty, really? that's pretty neat. Yeah, it's at like an hour and nine minutes. So I th- that should fit on two to like a double album, right? Oh, and then if yeah. you add another add another 14 minute song, especially if it's gonna come after um Yeah, because then you're bla- at 80 bla- minutes well, black I- screen. Yeah. Which is a twelve-minute song. You won't be able to fit.
1: Oh, without screwing up the order. The yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Respected. So. I, I get
0: it. I thought it was cool though. He's like thinking in the vinyl format.
1: No, I, I uh, wish was, more oh. people. And that's one thing. Yeah, I agree. That is cool. And I wish more people thought like that because I, it's in in this one too. This was one where the first time or the first many times I listened to it, I i didn't really pay attention to the length of it it was just something that i would put on and then i saw it at the record store and i was like oh i kind of want to get this but then once it, it was a double disc i was kind of like a double disc with 10 songs like uh, okay
0: but well, there's a good reason for it oh, there, is. Songs. there is there is and so they're long songs are long man. yeah they I mean, are Black they are long like 12 minutes and I I don't know I'm
1: not saying I, I wouldn't get it but there's I don't know we've we've said it many times there's just something really nice about just a single thirty three a twelve inch thirty
0: three you know it is pretty badass but That's nice it's nice so yeah. I think we're about to about ready to get into it Mr Graham yeah yeah we might as well right. cool well let's start with track number one oh baby. In this song, and we talked about this a little bit before, I mean, we definitely talk about the song, but it, it has a, a, a music video that goes along with it. And it's a very well produced and directed music video. Now, the uh, Ryan Johnson is the director of the music video, and he did, I don't know if you've ever heard or seen the movie Brick, which is a really, really cool. No, I've cool heard movie. a
1: lot about it, but I can't say that I have watched
0: it. Dude, I, I recommend it. It's 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 pretty good. It's... It's sort of this high school murder mystery ish, but it's it's got a real different different feel to it, man. It's it's interesting. I, I That's in not what I would cool. have expected. Uh, yeah, but also, um, yeah, also, um, uh, he did Star Wars: The Last Jedi and Knives Out. I don't know if you've seen any of those movies, but he's uh what's he's kni- kind of a big what deal. What happens? He's, what's Knives Out about? So Knives Out um, is there's this family and there's a murder or a murder. or Well, Christopher Plummer passes away, even though he just passed away as an actor um, uh, and as a person in real life. Uh, he passes away and all the, the family members and people are, are trying to figure out, like, did someone kill him? Who killed him? And uh, Daniel Craig plays this detective with a horrible southern accent. It's just awful. Um,
1: no, I think I, we I, were I, gonna watch that for some reason we didn't. Yeah. But I was anyways, gonna, I was gonna watch. I see, I've seen the preview. It's worth a watch. <laughs> yeah. It's worth a
0: watch. So, anyways, dude, this video was really good, and you were talking oh. about it earlier. How, how you just, you really dug it, huh? Oh, it, dude, it's, it's.
1: There was a comment from a YouTube uh, viewer that just said, "It's a very like beautiful piece of visual storytelling," and that was that was an amazing way to put it because there are no words in it. It only goes along to the song. The story is gut wrenching and heartbreaking, but in its it's beautiful in its own way too. Um, you know, with the old couple, and they basically. Uh, I don't. I don't know. How do you want to say this? Uh, it's, not like they a te- call it a
0: teleport. It's yeah, a like a teleporting.
1: And so, like when when his his wife is uh, you know spoiler alert his wife is is shot unfortunately shot. And, when, and when she's shot, you know you you go in one side and come out the other, but it's like he just goes in and doesn't come out.
0: It's just pretty, yeah, I like that a lot. And I like
1: how how in the different sides of this teleportation thing, it says here and there. And they (laughs) kind of, yeah, I just, it was, it was, I I didn't really, I liked it in the beginning of the video, but I I didn't really, I couldn't see where it was going. But some of those shots were just interesting to me of like how close in you got on a, just a pencil on paper and what mm-hmm. it looked like, and in, in the contour of the paper—I mean, like details the human eye could never discern on its own. You really
0: see, yeah. Now it is. It's very well, very well shot, very well put together. Um, so, if you haven't seen the music video, highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, but dude, but the song itself—I think it's a great opening track. I mean, yeah. The, the thing, the thing that I love and really stands out to me is just—it um, has that—that that just thickness when it when that. Hits it's like that yeah. bouncy thickness of the, of the synth. It's just, dude, so so good, man. So good, yeah. And it um, and it, it kind of eases itself in, you it know. Does. What, one of my favorite kind of lyrics or words that that stuck out to me was, um, well, oh baby, the name of the song, uh, lean into me, there's always a side door into the dark. I yeah. just thought that's kind of, dude, some really good words, um, and. Again, you you learn a little more about what the album was about. Uh, I'd be curious to know what, where that comes from, what kind of life things maybe he was going through, when, when he wrote some of this and some of these life experiences, because yeah, they're pretty they're 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 pretty intense at points, pretty intense. Mm-hmm. So, um, moving on, track number two, other voices.
1: Yeah, this was this was one not to say that that I didn't like. Oh, baby, but. This was one that, upon listening to it the first time, that immediately grabbed my attention. Um, I figured it would. <laughs> oh, maybe it's not. I think I might have misspoke earlier in the episode, oh. so don't crucify me on that. I think the the Adrian Blue-style guitar solo I was talking about is not change your mind, not other voices. But other voices oh. still, to me, has like just kind of this talking heads sort of Remain in Light era vibe about it. Um, and, and I just, I don't know, I really like it. It's kind of, it's almost got like a, it gets into a point where, where the beat just gets so thick and almost like tribal, and I like the group vocals on it.
0: I don't know. It's, yeah, it's definitely, to me, this is sort of the, uh, I think the trippiest, Song on the one of the trippiest songs on the album. There's one more that gets that gets pretty wild. But is this the uh, one this where one, he
1: goes where he's like they're doing the vocals? And he's like, tell him Nancy, and then like and then Nancy Wang does like that spoken word part, and she says something like, and it's freaking you true. out. Like I, I like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's just there's just a lot of strange sounds and noises um in in this in this song. It just gets really funky. The bass sounds really funky. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's an interesting track. I will say that to my friend.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, I yeah, and I, I and I think it's
0: neat for that. So neat. Yeah. So neat. All right, track number 3 I used to
1: Yeah, um to me this is this sounds or this feels like a like a recollection of a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's and, and I don't know if I'm if I'm right on that or wrong on that, but that's That's what it felt like. And one of the lines that always stood out to me, and it was funny because my wife Lisa kind of got me into LCD sound system and we were listening to this like in the car going somewhere together. And that line came on about where he says, I used to like your hair when you watched musicians. And she was kind of like, I remember I, that line. I yeah. don't get that, and I was like, sure. It's like someone just, you know, like kind of going like this, and their hair's all wild. Like you can, you can imagine how this looks like a like a woman with really long hair. It just kind of, <laughs> I don't know. I, I could visual for some reason that was that was a a lyric that I could visualize when I heard it. Sure, that makes sense. And I think it's um. interesting because it's one that isn't. Isn't necessarily maybe like the most accessible by the user, you kind of got to like think about it a minute.
0: Yeah, to me, this song has a like a real, real dark feel. Um, It does, and I think it's, I think it's sort of about a, I mean, yes, like a relationship. Um, what I took it as is someone taking someone out of their comfort zone and then leaving them. Um, yeah. Sort of like mm. leading them astray. Um,
1: oh yeah, you led and, me far away and let me go. I, I see why mm-hmm. you would say that.
0: <laughs> yeah, but also it's like um, he's saying I'm still trying to wake up. So almost like he's either caught in a dream or hoping that it is a dream. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's, that's interesting. I I,
1: you know, and it's funny because he he repeats that enough for those lines stuck mm-hmm. with me. But, but I never, I never thought about, but that, but that's interesting. Like somebody, yeah. Taking you to all these places and then just leaving you.
0: Good luck. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. See you later. Um. So track number four, I think you had uh, Change Your Mind, and you were talking about that a little bit earlier about it. Was that a yeah, solo or, or was that they were talking about? Well,
1: yeah, because that also has kind of that feel to me, but the, it's it's this guitar, these noisy guitar solos that very much remind me of, I I don't want to say it a million times on that, but Adrian Blue's work on Talking Heads Are Made in Light. Talking
0: Wait, just say it one more time, just so just jam Chocking. that It's remaining light, <laughs> remaining light. Adrian Blue, yeah. Let me look that um, up and make sure it's Adrian Blue because no, <laughs> I'm just kidding, okay? Uh, yeah, for me, what actually did really stick out in this song was the guitar. There's some really interesting riffs, and it, they almost have like this kind of machine like squealing sound to them going on. And the song mm-hmm. itself, I, I feel like, is is very erratic and almost has a a, a disjointed feeling um kind of like not not fitting in which i feel like the lyrics themselves are about isolation and reclusiveness mm-hmm. um, so i feel like that the the sound of the song actually kind of matches the lyrics and in and, and embodies everything that it's uh, that it's about so yeah i think if that was what they were going for well oh they, they got they, it got it yeah it so, it was
1: adrian blue by the
0: way Okay, <laughs> just make it sure. Grim, how do you
1: how do you sleep? I, I you know I don't know, um, dude. This was this was the song one of the songs I would say that really got got me. Um, and I mean, put in really plain English, it sounds like it's about a, a friend who had. Like a real coke problem. It does. I mean, he does pretty much <laughs> say, "You warned me about the cocaine," the and cocaine then you drove dove dove, straight dove in. But one one thing I've I've liked is I, I love that real prevalent but short delay on the drums when okay. you know when he's playing the drums and the drums are tuned correctly to the pitch of the to the key of the song, so. Okay. You know he's playing those times that, do, 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 do. but the delay also goes. It's like an extreme subdivision of the beat itself. So it really, it the way it works together with that with that slapping echo of the drums, and then the fact that they're tuned to the right pitches. Um, it's really, and again, like you said, with "Oh baby, dude," when that synth comes in. Oh, dude. I mean, it, it's dude, it's so fucking thick, and and I it, like yeah. it. It sounds like it's on some sort of, it's like they they have it on some sort of uh, arpeggiated sequence, and they and sometimes they like throw random notes in there and other octave, not random notes, but like notes in in, in upper registers and other octaves, and I dude, that I think it's just. Once it really
0: hits, uh dude, it's really good. It's really good. Everything hits at once. Now I did notice that they kind of they kind of brought it back cuz it does sound very similar how it does on Oh Baby. And I think they use it again later in another song where it doesn't sound quite as similar, but I, it it really kind of, I thought, it was almost like continuing a theme, sort of. Yeah, um, but this is, it's dark. Like, Oh Baby oh, isn't oh, isn't yeah, yeah, necessarily
1: yeah, yeah. dark to me, but like, it's dark on this song. Like, it's, it is. you know, um, yeah. I don't yeah, know. This, pretty, this, was, uh, this was the song that, uh, that really hooked me in this album. Really put the hook in you, huh?
0: Really put the hook in me. Yeah. But I think it's also, it seems to be about Maybe about overcoming the addiction as well because at at the end it's it's repeated many times you know one step forward and six steps back yeah, uh, yeah. Which I'm I'm sure that's kind of how that uh, how that process goes now move it on track number six tonight oh another
1: fantastic one and you said i kind of alluded to my things about this just being a mockery of just these nonsensical like modern day rap and and pop lyrics that everything's about just how important you know t- it's it's all about tonight like the party and sure
0: i yeah i, I think it's definitely sort of a i don't know if i say a shot but you could say it. <laughs> A, sh- a shot towards um, that kind of that kind of culture, but also, oh, yeah. also people just sort of looking back at who they were in sort of a social media aspect, and then and then not liking that, but almost in a way recreating that again, and because they say you know, but embarrassing pictures have now all been oh, yeah by versions of cells and versions of versions, yeah, that that we thought were the best ones. Yeah. Versions of versions. No, that's, that's a, that's a really good point. I do. I'll bother repeating.
1: Yeah. Because, because that, that is much farther along in the song, but like, yeah, in the beginning, I feel like it's, it's more like about what I was saying, but you're right. it, It goes into that. And, um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, the one thing I, that I like is is where you know it's a shot is the way he articulates the word "artists" when he says, "I never realized all these artists thought so much about dying." I I was just like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Like a way to way to throw that one out there.
0: Well, I think the thing is too is I mean, especially going along with this album, it sounds like he's probably had some struggles himself. And I'm sure he kind of looks at some artists out there who are maybe singing and talking about how hard they have it and how oh, tough yeah. life is and some of their their real trials and tribulations. And he's like, fuck you. You, you, you don't know. Yeah, you exactly. Know. And, and again, that's not to take away from anyone out there, any artist who actually does have those problems. But it's there's sort of like an authenticity. And I think for him, he's. Like that's where a lot of his maybe creativeness and artistic vision comes from those darker places and that emotion. So, uh, it's not, it's one thing to sing about, it's another thing to feel it and have that be a part of the artist that you are and, yeah. and sort of, unfor- maybe unfortunately or unfortunately, sort of your inspiration a little bit, yeah.
1: Well yeah and and I think on on top of all that I really enjoy his delivery. I think his delivery is great like the the one line that always, always jumped out to me is how he kind of can go between like kind of singing and speaking a little bit which which I like and dude he does do that. And life is finite but shit it feels like forever like that's that's a really good line.
0: Yeah, he definitely does have an interesting, um, I guess, presentation of his vocals because he can really sing, but he can also just sort of speak the words too, and and I think he he definitely does that in, in this song. Um, and I, it, it, you know, watching the music video for—I don't know if you saw that—I did. Was, I, I really enjoyed yeah, the know. video because it's like everyone's Throwing tied to their stage.
1: instruments, yeah. but he has like that handheld recorder with a microphone and he just keeps walking around Spinning
0: around. It is, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's uh it has a very eighties type type look to it for sure. And I,
1: I like the part. What is it? Oh, and what is it you do again? And he says, Oh, I'm a reminder, a hobbled veteran of the disc shop inquisition. I remember that, but. Well, yeah, he, it kind of comes in a different voice, but it's like, it's interesting because when he, when he, he talks about this before, right before that, he talks about, um, or you're, you're too shocked from being used by these bullying children in the fabulous rattling off limited edition. It says shoes, but I thought it was truths, um, But then it says, "Oh," and he says, "Oh, what is it you do again?" And that's where I was waiting in for him to be like, "Oh, I'm an influencer." But it's just as I'm a reminder. But I I feel, I feel like it's the same kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Hey, we're influencers.
1: Sure.
0: Influencing (laughs) 318 people every Monday and Wednesday. All right, Grim. Colapul. Yeah, remember that. Remember that scene from *Scrooge*. <laughs> oh yes, yes. that's yeah, pretty great. So, it's a good scene, um, dude. This, uh, this song is, uh, pretty interesting. It feels, to me, it actually feels sort of, sort of daydreamy. Um, yeah, yes, it, yeah. Has like a, it has like a, has like sort of a hopeful feel to it. But yes, the song. It, it's it, it one thing they do, and they do so well. It almost happens without you realizing it or knowing it is that they're able to really build songs up slowly. In in some of their songs are, are lengthy, you know, five plus minutes. But, you know, this one s- starts off slow and kind of basic, and then it slowly builds up. And before you know it, you have all these layers. Yeah, And, you, yeah, and it gets and, and, real it, thick. And it's almost like, you know, how did that even happen? You, 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 don't, you, you don't realize it because there aren't these sort of hard transitions that i think a lot of other bands and other genres of music do it's it's slowly building layer upon layer and it's it's pretty cool and they do it
1: no i, I agree and and that's that's what's interesting you do bring up a good point there isn't there isn't a whole lot of like like stops and starts and um yeah because yeah, I, I think about writing songs and i like transitions and i like choppy you know i like chopping something and doing something totally different but one thing i like about them is that it it, it is this like slow burn Conf- to just a giant fire in a lot of in a lot the of slow flow yeah slow flow really bro really
0: cool yeah definitely
1: it takes a lot of discipline to do that shit
0: yeah, it does. It definitely does. Like, well, like
1: and I know we talked about this with Sound of Silver.
0: Like, they just get on that groove so well. They do. Um, they do, and that's why maybe it took them eighteen months to record this one. Yeah, could be. Yep. Um, moving on to the self-titled track, "American Dream." Uh-huh.
1: It's like I'm an sure. '80s power synth ballad.
0: It definitely you know? is, and. Um, I, I I'm not sure if this lyric stood out to you, but it sure as shit stood oh, out what? to me. what you took acid and looked in the mirror? In of the course, mirror.
1: course, dude. <laughs> Watch the
0: beard crawl around your on, around your face. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing: um, you know, you're not, not supposed, supposed to look in the mirror. You're not supposed to look in the mirror. Not that it's like it's like Bloody Mary, we, man. Not not that we would know, but um, definitely. Yeah, it's, looking in the mirror. Is, what a friend kind of told weird. me. I heard from yeah, a friend. Yeah, from a friend friend of a friend, actually. Um. It's a good thing we're friends. Um, so yeah, dude, this is definitely um, kind of the song is slower and chiller, um, and it but it, it the way it you know sort of moves along it it it, it, it again it gets into a it gets into a flow, um, but it also has a depressive feel to it in some of the lyrics. Uh, like he says uh, that you're you know you're sick in the head and you wish you were dead. Yeah, um, you know it, it kind <clears> of. <throat> kind of gets a little a little dark there well and Um, one thing
1: i like is the reality of life and age where he says in the morning everything's clear when the sunlight exposes your age that's
0: well said that is really well said because yeah i think that happens influencers um but dude this also has some of that thick bouncy sort of synth sound yeah, dude. <clears throat> dude, what? What is that? A specific synth, or like, like, or, or how are they making oh, that sound? Like, I wouldn't like, know that. What is that?
1: I mean, you can just program, program that loop because you're talking about that. Doom, da, da, doom, doom, mm-hmm. doom. Yeah, you can really just program that loop. It's all about how you divide up the, the okay. notes. Um, I mean, I can do that on this this little blinking beast back here. You you can do that on a lot of them. Um, and then and then from there you know you you chop that up and however you want to shape the song with uh i know as we talked about in our kid a your uh, adsr attack decay sustain and release which is how you kind of shape <laughs> yeah. the sound wave mm-hmm. so sound it could be a lot wave. of different synths
0: but yeah all right okay well graham it's time to get a haircut oh one of one of my favorites dude i figured this one would be another one of your favorites too i just i uh, I just know i just know i'm like dude any song song kind of weird if it's weird and fucked up you're gonna like it
1: in in a lot of instances yes but i like it musically too it's not just but dude just anything with haircut in the title I, it's just a a word that you do not hear in the title of a song or something that is no. very rarely discussed in songs so yeah. when you see that and then it's emotional haircut so you can picture some kid with like some cra i i just i liked it before i even heard it and then i heard it and liked it even more
0: yeah definitely well dude it's got some uh it's weird. like in the beginning, it's got sort of this like nasty guitar and some feedback and everything, and yeah, um, yeah, uh, dude. Even the uh, uh, I don't know, it just to me, it just sounds like the the emotional haircut. It, it, it's almost like the the guitar sound or the sound of the song. It's like the uh, the clippers are just starting to buzz, man. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. dude, you know. Yeah, um, but and then again, I caught dude, your
1: eye when I stepped outside with my emotional haircut and did the gang vocals yeah. on that. It's it's great.
0: Yeah. It's great. It it's, it's a fun, kind of funny song. Mm-hmm. I guess a little more, I, I I would say a little, one of the more lighthearted things on, on the album. At least I took it as that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I hear it that way, too, even though it's kind of about somebody who probably doesn't feel that lighthearted. Probably. Because they, they got their emotional
0: haircut and they're, you know, just kind of trying to... Hopefully they don't regret it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, moving on. The final track, Grim. Over 12 Minutes. Black Screen. Mm-hmm. Um, this one takes a while to kind of get going. Um, yeah. It, I mean, as a 12-minute a song, well, maybe I would say 12-minute song should, because not all 12-minute songs do, but it definitely takes a while to get going. I mean, to me, it sounds like in the beginning, it's like this machine kind of warming uh-huh. up, and then and then the beat comes in. It has a really, really long intro. Um, but this song is, to me, it's like a journey, and it's kind of building up to uh, to sort of something epic. And even when he starts singing, though, I, I feel like he starts singing, and I don't know if it's like an effect or something on his, his voice, but it almost has like this robotic tone to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Yeah. Yeah, That's, it
1: uh, it's it's yeah. such a I I think your analogy is a good one of like a machine warming up which it's Welcome basically like a super extended version of uh fucking unit 3021. Yeah. Robot <laughs> you know what I mean? Cuz that sounds like it's warming up but they do it in like 15 to 20 seconds where this is, you know, probably like 3-4 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just a, long a longer robot. startup cycle and that, that's okay. I mean, it's, you know, it's different
0: robots, different things. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it they have these background synths that kind of turn into sort of like this pulsating beat in, and, yeah. and to me, again, they, they, uh, we've talked about that, how they get into the flow, but it almost creates sort of this, this trance in the song. Yes. I mean, the song, it, it, it really does stay, stay pretty mellow. But but then the piano kind of comes in at the end and yeah um, you know the I, I did like the piano at the ones. end a lot yeah, that was that was a nice touch because it's like I, the I, human didn't... element to it you know a sure. lot
1: of like you said a lot of it sounds robotic robotic and that brings in this like humanness totally because it's not like programmed and it's not I don't want to say perfect I mean it, it it is perfect for what it is but you know what I mean by saying perfect.
0: that I do I know what you mean. I know what you mean over here. So, you know, we did mention that the song Pulse version one was cut from from this because it wouldn't fit on the LP. But it is meant to be an addendum. We're not going to include it in the scratch um, list. But but when I when I listened to it, and I hadn't I hadn't really I've only listened to it I think once or twice. Yeah, I don't um, dislike it. No, I I don't know if it really fits the album for me. Um, yeah, I, I just don't think it does It is i don't pure, want to give anything away instrumental.
1: i could argue some other things too oh okay without yeah. giving away my scratch okay
0: well we don't want to do that no um but yeah it is you know it's about a almost a 14 minute instrumental song so if you're in the mood to check that out then check it out let us know hey, it'd
1: be good if you're just like going for a run or uh, doing some exercise man Mm-hmm. I can I can get into the fourteen minute instrumental synth-ish tracks then. Just go, man. Just go. Yeah. Because you're not just you're not go. really just sitting there thinking about like, you know, that you need to have all your homework done for the scratch track podcast. You're just kind of doing your thing. Exactly.
0: Just, not thinking about that
1: at all. I'm just gonna all right. cram it so last dude, minute. I wanna ask you before mm. we scratch this. Favorite, Favorite song
0: in the album, uh, dude. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be so lame, man. I'm gonna be so lame because it's, it's like the main single, and it's "Oh Baby."
1: Um, oh, really? Okay.
0: Yeah, I, I, I love that thick bouncy synth sound. That's just what does it for me. So I mean, you know, and it's in a couple of other songs too. But I really like how it's one of the first things you kind of hear on the album and it sort of sets the tone and and i I think that's i think that's that's why i I really dig it uh that's that's that would be it all right
1: uh for me dude for very similar reasons but you know me i kind of gravitate toward darker uh the darker side of things and dude how do you sleep uh i i love that that cut up and that wild sort of uh arpeggiated sequence that they get uh it's it's just good
0: dude yeah it's a great song i I, i'd like that one as well like that one and uh tonight is another yeah i know other voices i mean yeah i'd I'd put those ones
1: my top emotional haircut oh yeah maybe i should have said top three how do you sleep emotional haircut and tonight all right, time to cut, Grim. Time to scratch. Oof! What do you got? I'm scratching the title track. I think it's very boring.
0: Ooh! Wow! 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 Wow!
1: Now I do, especially upon reading the lyrics. I really think the lyrics are interesting, um, and I, I like that. But it's just so—it's almost painfully slow for
0: me. Hmm understand that yeah it 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 is oh i was Um, it it is it is more chiller what i thought i was getting the horn out there oh no 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 it is definitely a slower song and chiller song i think i'm okay with that but i you know i I do like the reference to you know the ass oh i know i know me too me too (laughs) but But it's just kind of slow that's fair well i'm probably gonna scratch one of the ones that you actually like because i feel like it is one of the one of the more weirder songs.
1: Emotional haircut? No, no, no,
0: oh. no, no, no. It is one of the sort of stranger, I, I don't know, just just weirder songs, a bunch of interesting sounds in the background, and that's other voices. Um,
1: oh, wow. I, I'm sorry, man. I got to throw it out there for this one. What the fuck is what? that shit? Yeah,
0: oh, yeah no. Mark, dude. Mark, wow. Yeah. yeah, I just, I don't know, man. It, it's... It's kind of all over the place for me and that that's it it's it was just kind of a, you know, not my thing, not my jam. Okay. Well, not we're not gym. going into overtime, man. No. Fucking no. Shit. What? Shit. Would you rather have me cut that one or a fucking emotional haircut? I mean, jeez. Point taken. So. Point
1: taken. Don't fuck with emotional haircut. It's too good. Dude, it's better than it used to be.
0: (laughs) Just like the lyrics say. I got my emotional haircut earlier this week, and I was very I, emotional about it.
1: I feel like I kind of do have an emotional haircut. I don't know if we talked about this, but like ever since everything started, I kind of been cutting my own hair, and it's looking increasingly like shit. And a and a couple weeks ago, man, I, I had this weird idea <laughs> that I know I told you about. I was going to shave some lines in the side of my head, yeah. And I accidentally you know, we're like took ten, and I accidentally took a chunk out of the side uh so kind of a little bit of an emotion so that one rings a little close to the close to the chest for that
0: one so Mm -hmm. well it's a good thing that it seems like i've been misunderstood you certainly have haven't we all so well all right graham i think that about scratches it so everyone listening watching it would be great if you guys like subscribe and comment below let us know what song you would scratch give us a comment let us know your favorite song Tell us that we were right and you totally agree with us, um, or tell us that we're wrong and and why? And, don't need, and why? Like, like, subscribe and comment, comment below. Definitely, and why ask why? So, uh, we also have an episode of Sound of Silver. Maybe check that one out if you like this one, and maybe if you didn't like this one, maybe check that one out because you'll like that one better. Um, I'm a big fan of Sound of Silver. If I had, for me personally, I like that album better than this one. I do too. Where that's just where I'm at. But um, I do but,
1: like this album and I do like that it's um it's a comeback album. It's 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 an interesting story.
0: Yeah. comeback later of the year.
1: And if you don't like
0: either of those,
1: there's always crawling snake. Just saying. Exactly. It's shorter, it's deep.
0: All right. Thank you for uh listening, subscribing, and liking and commenting below. It's time to go. The dude, dude I'm sure. and Grim.
1: Scratch a track is produced by The Dude and Grim. Additional music provided by Moore and The Timbs. Copyright 2021. The Dude and Grim Show.